how's it going? Another post void post. So, yeah, uh, this time planning on doing a part one of a series that I'll probably be continuing on sporadically. So, don't really know how many parts this is going to be, but it's uh, a big backbone of my, I guess you could say, for lack of a better term, awakening, kind of. Um, yeah, I, for some of you listening right now, actually probably most of you listening right now are going to think that I'm on the, well, maybe not the worst side of history, but but a wrong side of history, yeah. Um m- Maybe because most people don't understand about the transformation and the co-opting of this ideology that I still adhere to, I would say. And um, how anarchist action was transformed and how Antifa, 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 whichever one you prefer, how that broadened and became the entire movement yeah so i've actually made a video on this uh my youtube channel uh post void posts or actually i believe it's just under post void for my youtube channel has this this in its video form essentially um i made it maybe three four months ago and um it's called a uh, custom radical imports, I believe. I think that that touched upon it in um, the the episode where I was talking about Hakeem Bay, yeah, uh, which I might get into in this part. I don't think I'm gonna get into Hakeem Bay in this episode, only because that does take a little bit of a level of research. But I I, I will I will grace I will grace. It's a yeah, Hakeem Bay, Peter Lamborn Wilson is a very touchy subject. You should look him up. Yeah, um, all I'll simply say right now is that that character, he is very popular for a essay he wrote called uh, Temporary Autonomous Zones. Hmm, Temporary Autonomous Zones. When have I heard that word used this year? Oh, right, in the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone that then changed their name to, I believe, the Capitol Hill um occupied point i think it might have been i'm pretty sure they changed they changed it to chop and the o in chop stands for occupy but yeah um peter lamborn wilson is also one of the major uh minds behind nambla the man boy love association that uh openly and actively tries to push pedophilia (laughs) yeah he's one of those anarchists that like uh is a very 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 uh social and civil anarchist yeah and you know opens up avenues that you know like uh i'm not def- certainly not saying that all anarchists are for pedophilia that's the, uh, the exact opposite of what i want you to take away from this but uh yeah this just to shoot that out there i know that that's actually probably one of the real hot knives in all of this um yeah so i'm gonna reel it back from that um I first became politically aware in around, I want to say 2007, I was 17, and I was in a sociology class actually, 
Ironically enough, the sociology teacher is a uh, very, very, is fairly hard right and a, and a libertarian. And, uh, but he, he's very, he was very, he still is a very open person, very well versed and, uh, you know, right leaning, but he's not, he's not a bigot by any means. But, you know, like, um, he's, he's still very open and very well versed in a lot of political ideologies. And in that same class, there were, uh, one of my, one of my close friends at the time, he was a, uh, just a loose Marxist, I guess, and then, uh, another one of my good friends was a self-toted anarchist, and I learned a lot about American imperialism, I learned a lot about globalization, which, the thing is, is that most people do not compare, do not equivalent anarchism to being anti-globalist anymore. They, they think that they're like, oh, well, they're against borders, so they're pro-globalist. Well, yeah, technically now that, that is the case. But only about, like, I would say prior to 2015, almost all anarchist action was pretty much against the IMF, the World Bank, uh, third world exploitation uh, like blood diamonds and those type of things, you know, I know blood diamonds is the most prime example. Um, a quick offshoot, look up the PlayStation Wars. Yeah, that's a, that's an interesting one I learned about when I was like 17. The PlayStation Wars, there were like these two African countries that like went to war, like over, um, I believe it was a cobalt mine. I can't remember what two African countries it was, but they went to war over a cobalt mine. Like thousands of people died, and it was because the fact that there was a high demand. I believe it was cobalt to like get cobalt out into the marketplace because they needed to produce PlayStation Twos. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. Like you know, uh, I, I learned a lot of very just eye-opening things when I first was becoming an anarchist. And and throughout my high school and college path, I stuck to it. I uh, I black blocked up. Yeah, a couple times I, I certainly black blocked up, you know. Uh, 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 that's that's what most people now consider as an Antifa protest. It's, it's technically called a black block, spelled black, and then B-L-O-C. Just block, not B-L-O-C-K, B-L-O-C. And... Uh, the original strategy behind Black Blocks was that it is a, yes, it is considered not nonviolent. Like, it's considered, like, like even at that time, we we knew the nonviolent protest, the really, like, Gandhi-esque nonviolent protesters didn't really like us, you know, and, and yeah, people were dressing up and, and, in black block to sometimes you know commit acts of acts of vandalism and breaking windows and such but almost every time when you saw a black block like seven years ago they were attacking like bank of america buildings Citibank, like um major mainstream news um, fronts like you know like like the the front office for for any given city for like CNN or Fox or something like that they they were attacking the things that I hear truthers saying oh Antifa if you guys were serious we would be going after these guys we were we were back in the day before all of this got co-opted and um and it wasn't it wasn't Antifa uh, Antifa did exist 
but it was a subsect of anarchism. It was like, well, back then uh, there were a lot of different anarchists. I mean, there still are. You got you got everyone from like uh, anarcho primitivists to anarcho communists to anarcho syndicalists. Which um, I mean, I would say that I identify probably the most as an anarcho syndicalist. I mean, actually, technically speaking. I kind of identify as an anarchist, anarcho-Christian now, which might seem uh, an oxymoron because, you know, the famous phrase with anarchism is no gods, no masters. But anarcho-Christian Christians do exist, and they're very old. It's actually a fairly old ideology. Um, Tolstoy, if you know Tolstoy, I believe he wrote War and Peace, but he's wrote, he's wrote a lot of other books. And uh, he was a self-proclaimed um, Christian anarchist. Yeah, um, I actually, I believe Frederick Douglass was also a self-toted Christian anarchist. He was Christian, and he was a self-toted anarchist. So, yeah. Um, anyways, though, there was like there were a lot of different subsects. You would have like anything from an anarcho-primitivist to an anarcho-communist to an ANCAP, you know, which an ANCAP really isn't even an anarchist at the end of the day. They're, they're more libertarians. But yeah, um... And, and also, too, a lot of these movements that had black blocks, a lot of libertarians would be in the crowd because they would be like, you know, like, we're not Marxist, but at the same time, we totally agree with the people that you're standing up against. <laughs> you would not see any libertarians marching with Antifa today. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Um, you know, so there was a lot more of a uh, collective common ground, I guess, going on back in the protests that were happening about a decade ago. And... It, it was it was almost a completely different attitude and air. Uh, there was a lot more of a a lot more smiles in the crowd as well too. I mean, I understand there's people dying in the streets. I understand Black Lives Matter. Kind of, I don't want to say inserting it's it because because if anything, actually the anarchists inserted themselves into Black Lives Matter and then just turned this whole thing into essentially a culture war yeah and and you know i i certainly do not agree with neo-nazis i honestly don't really agree with how most of the public is portraying these protests um i think that by doing so there are a lot of young college-age students out there that are very aware and you can say they're misguided, but I mean, like, I honestly question where I would be standing right now if I was in college and saw the entire, my entire life, my, all my prospects just being stripped away from me over and over and over again. I mean, hell, I'm a millennial. I mean, I understand how that feels, you know, but getting thrown into it and not even having say being able to experience the 90s you know like because at least i can look back on like the 90s and early 2000s and be like oh yeah i remember back then if i if i didn't have that have that like point in my life where i knew that this was wrong and i knew that like we had, at least at one point we're living i guess more just less um traumatized as a, as a people on a regular basis and um you know I've, i i was a like uh like i've told before i, I was 11 during 9 11 you know so i i remember pre 9 11 if, if i w did not exist before pre 9 11 if i was born in like 2002 i don't know what i would be thinking right now i would be fucking pissed i'll tell you that much like i wouldn't be doing i wouldn't be like making bombs pissed but i would be probably like thinking about throwing a molotov cocktail or two 
you know, like I'm not trying to justify anything here. I'm just trying to, I guess, be empathetic towards, um, folk that if you give them a chance, if you give them a couple more years of living, they might, uh, you know, I guess like become more understanding of, uh, opposing viewpoints. Yeah. Cause I used to be pretty, pretty militantly against like even the tea party back in the day, you know, the tea, but then, but I also remember tea party folk coming up to us during Occupy. I was at Occupy Wall Street and I camped out at Occupy Boston, something that I will adamantly stand for. And I will not let anyone give me shame on doing that because they might think, oh yeah, you were being a libtard lefty back then. No, we were we were arguing for economic, we were trying to shout out about economic inequality and look at where we are now. It hasn't gotten any better. It's gotten worse. You, you complain about Bill Gates, but then you would be going and bashing the Occupy movement that happened, that has nothing to do with Antifa now. If, if you go ahead and bash the Occupy movement, but then say, oh yeah, Bill Gates is a motherfucker too. Like he's, Bill Gates is facilitated by the fact that we, that, that the Bush tax cuts and everything else. Like, come on now. Like when we were marching out there, we were marching against stuff like NAFTA as well too. I mean, like, you know, things that you think that things that I honestly question if, if that's on the radar of most, um, anarchist, uh, protesters nowadays, you know, but I really don't want to throw them all under the bus either. I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. Uh, I, I think that, uh, there is an honest, there's an honest, like you can't tell them to, to, to kneel down. You can't tell these, the, you can't tell black lives matter, especially to back off. You can't, you know, I, I know, I know what they say. They're like, Oh, in Kenosha, a lot of the businesses that were burned were black businesses. Like, you know, I'm not justifying senseless acts of violence, I guess. I, I mean, I'm also not trying to uh, sound racist at all by saying, oh, well, 10 years ago, we were attacking major banks, and now people just seem to be, like, attacking any random business that's in front of them. But, you know, it's 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 not a matter of race in that situation. It's not a matter of even emotion in that situation. I think that this has... I, I have my, my theories and my ideas that this has kind of been a long time coming and that, um, anarchists, um, historically have been used as weapons and that it's, it's a trend. You see it happening even in like the Bolshevik revolution in Russia, um, or hell, I believe in Nazi Germany, they even used anarchists at one point, like in the, what was it? Not, not the night of long knives, but I think they may have like absorbed some of them into the brown shirts or something weird like that. But yeah, anarchists are used as a militant group, usually some sort of paramilitary army of sorts that can kind of just disrupt and cause chaos. And then, cause, cause there's no real far planning when it comes to anarchists, you're not really supposed to have a motive or a plan. And then you have somebody kind of shepherding them, pushing them behind them, which often are Leninists, like vanguard commies, not, not Marxist, but like the vanguard commies that believe there has to be a perpetual revolution of the proletariat, that even when you establish a state, you have to still consider it as a revolution, a constant revolution. And that like, 
and and the fact that it, when you have a dictatorship of the proletariat as they call it which is a constant revolution then that in that is a just a, a the, the most perfect situation you can get to stifle to stifle any dissent because you can just say oh well you're an enemy combatant like you think that you think that obama did that bad commies that's that's pretty much out of the uh, out of the leninist playbook or maoist you know whichever one you want to choose when it comes to that or stalin you know really uh i i wouldn't i wouldn't put castro under that belt actually but i would put almost all the rest of them under that belt and yeah I, i'm starting to rant a little bit i kind of wanted to make this just kind of a skimming part one kind of an anarchist introduction and uh because I haven't, I haven't really done a video. Uh, sorry, I haven't really done a podcast yet on how I am still an anarchist. Yet I look around me and I don't really know, even right now, how to take all this in. I don't. Half the time, I think that Antifa is not only like say making my ideology look bad, but literally like could be a, a very dangerous flipping going on there with it where i i think that they're kind of being used as foot soldiers the the one big thing that i keep pointing to as well too is that there are a lot of organized communists that are in these groups and that you never really see them getting arrested you never see them get arrested the ones that you see are getting arrested are the crust punks like crust anarcho punks like you know you see them arrested all the time but you don't see the clean cut college communists getting arrested because they send out like 10 anarchists to do their dirty work they're charles mansoning that shit you know <laughs> so like yeah um getting getting uh willfully ignorant people to do your footwork and your direct action is is something that i've been seeing as a trend and you know hell you can call that racist i'll go ahead and call that outright racist because a lot of those communists are rich white college kids and they're probably convincing a lot of black lives matter people to commit acts of violence that they normally wouldn't feel comfortable doing you know um yeah it's 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 very peculiar when i was at occupy they had uh, the way that they organized Occupy was through this um, method called the General Assembly. And the way the General Assembly works is that whenever you wanted to, uh, to plan out something or whenever you wanted to get a general consensus on what any of the group should be doing, whether it being, you know, uh, like where to set up the next t camping tent site or which street to go down, you would hear this mic check and then everyone would repeat back mic check and then somebody with information would yell out and then everyone would repeat what they just heard so it's this like recall repeat recall repeat type of deal and at first it worked pretty well actually it was it was basically a way to um have a microphone without having a microphone you know but obviously that got started getting subverted and that after after my second camp second time camping at occupy boston i noticed that these general assemblies were beginning to get more frameworked and that there were specific more vocal people not necessarily leaders but they seemed to have 
there are this large group of vocal people that always seem to be getting the mic che- the mic checks in the beginnings of the general assemblies first and that they kind of were communicating with each other they seemed like they had this little tight knit group going on and later found that they were coming out of the colleges and these were organizing college students trying to manipulate occupy into kind of a more socialist type of model rather than an anarchist one and eventually occupy collapsed due to several different reasons i believe that that may be one of them and that also um the cops were planting prostitutes in the camps yeah that that's actually a fact yeah <laughs> i know it sounds crazy right but yeah no apparently cops were uh, arresting prostitutes and then telling them to go camp out in the uh the occupy camps and spread stds <laughs> yeah that's i'm telling you i'm, t- I'm telling you that that happened uh, i was there <laughs> um but mm. So then what happened after these Occupy movements? It's pretty apparent that, like, say, um, like, the other 98% or Occupy Democrats, all of those ones clearly got, like, absorbed by Media Matters or some sort of Democratic think tank. Like, it's... it's So you have Occupy that, that kind of splintered off into either a hard socialist avenue or a very Democratic, liberal, soft tone. And... The anarchist thought just got completely dropped for maybe about two or three years until right around the Trump protests. And I remember when seeing these Trump protests, when all of a sudden I'm like, Antifa, well, why are they calling themselves Antifa? I thought like Antifa was just anti-fascist and it was like some sort of subsect of, of anarchism. Like, you know, like it was like, what do you focus on? And you know, like uh, every, every, you would be like, oh, I focus on like environmental, um, environmental degradation and third world rights. Oh, what do you focus on? Oh, I focus on racism and um, imperialism. Oh, oh, well, what do you focus on? Oh, I focus on Antifa and um, uh, right wing neo, like neo right wing movements, like you know stuff like that. Like, you know, like so nobody was really like nobody in. The, Nobody in the group really was saying that this all is Antifa, you know, like it it was like, well, this is an anarchist black bloc and we support all these ideas, including in like we are anti-fascist like, but and it was something more related to security culture. Actually, it was kind of more like kind of trying to call out infiltrators and other stuff like that. You know, it was kind of more of like a like you would see anarcho punks going to shows and being like oh i'm i'm antifa because they were worried about like skinheads showing up to the show or something like you know but it wasn't it it, it wasn't this all-encompassing idea and it's rather interesting that it popped up right around 2015 because when i was seeing the protests against trump and they were all anarchists and black bloc i was like wait what Anarchists aren't supposed to be protesting a president. That's not what's. That's not what we're. That's not not in our ideology at all. We don't agree with presidents. So, why are you going out and protesting? And these anarchists are chanting, "Not my president," but they are doing it because Hill. But they wouldn't be out there if Hillary won. Like they wouldn't be protesting out there if Hillary won. So I'm like, what the fuck? Like this is complete. This is complete bullshit because. You're not supposed to be for presidents, period. Why the fuck are you going out and protesting the fact that Hillary didn't win? Like, I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, 
and it, it, it so it's it's pretty maddening it was pretty maddening at that point and i kind of started to dissect it and i'm like oh it's because now they're under the moniker of antifa and they deem trump as fascist and they don't deem hillary as fascist but you're also sacrificing your other ideology that you're not supposed to agree with presidents ever you know i'm like what well, where were there wasn't any major black bloc protest when obama won his second term Yet at that point, Obama was already drone bombing everyone and, and, and economically putting so many countries into servitude. And like, I don't even need to get into the Arab Spring, but you know, it like, and yeah, there were big Trump, there were big Obama protests. They were happening at G20 where I was, where I was talk, just talking about with black bloc movements and how it, it was a, almost a completely different ideology back then, because now there's this like new anarchism which just is is chic it's fashionable it's it's like it's it's just punk it's very more similar to the anarchism that you would think of as like a punk rocker being like like the sex pistols it's very similar to the type of anarchy that like the sex pistols you know just the imagery kind of of it the lifestyle anarchist type of thing you know not the actual ideology not reading into it and understanding the multiple facets of it and how you have to be very weary of supporting any politician or is you know having a politician on your side i guess you could say if you're an anarchist because you know if, if like if you're marching as one and you have a politician behind your back marching with you but behind you that that that's kind of a pretty obvious message there that you are not it, that you are being used as a tool possibly and it's very easy to be used as a tool as an anarchist and it's something that actually i mean i wasn't even aware of back in the day i didn't realize that that occupy would or these black blocks would be subverted in this manner you know uh, like if you told me about if you told me in 2010 that like oh yeah one of the most popular political movements that also the democrats are going to silently be kind of pushing is anarchists i would be like get the fuck out of here no obama hates us like you know it's uh, so so weird but yeah i'm gonna do a part two on this i'm gonna uh probably you know write down some of my own personal experiences and stories and get that on paper so i'm a little less uh, wishy-washy by trying to get this all down and also, too, I hope I didn't piss off too many people that happen to listen to me, if anyone listens to me. <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, I, I, have, I have a fair amount of friends that are very left-leaning. I have a fair amount of people that I discuss ideas with that are fairly right-leaning. So, you know, uh, I just kind of wanted to put it out of my own perspective. I hope I didn't make anyone think that I um, am compromised. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, just, I guess the uh, the end of this, at least part one, the whole point is, is that, you know, yeah, you, you can't hold, you can't allow your ideology to live within a double standard. I guess that's it. And you know what? And also I will leave this off too. As I said already in this cast, I'm not here bashing Black Lives Matter. I'm not here bashing even necessarily Antifa. Um, I, and I'm not saying that i am against protests that's not what i'm saying at all I'm, I'm just trying to say that i think that there's a lot of moving parts going on here and i don't think that this is coincidental that it's happening during an election during an election year and i also believe that it's a fairly good chance that anarchists are not necessarily 
moving in the direction that they believe they're moving in. Yeah, so anyways, yeah, um, I'll probably, uh, oh, I'll probably get onto the, uh, fact that I've, uh, seen anarchist camps before, and I've been hearing about that also, uh, in, in, from, from some circles, but yeah, so, so anyways, part two, I'll probably end up doing that a couple more, a couple episodes later from now, I don't want to bog myself down on this whole subject, but yeah, thank you for listening, thank you for hopefully not judging me, <laughs> and all right, peace. <laughs>